0: Right?
1: Sunday night, and you're listening to WKRM Radio from Columbia, Tennessee, coming at you from that WKRM Mule Town Radio Tower of Power high atop Mount Parnassus in beautiful downtown Columbia on 103.7 FM, 1340 AM, if you're on your tractor and reaching out to the world on WKRMRadio.com. It's time for George Hamilton V's Americana Central
2: Time, y'all.
3: And now, your host, a singer, songwriter, world-traveling troubadour, and 30-year veteran of the Grand Old Opry, George Hamilton V. Fifth.
1: Well, howdy, y'all. This is George Hamilton V, and this is Americana Central Time on WKRM in kool Tennessee. 103.7 FM, 1340 AM, if you're on your tractor reaching out to the world on WKRMRadio.com. And have we got a fabulous Americana Central Time show tonight. Americana and are you sitting next to Delk Kennedy, owner-operator of... W K O M W K R M WKRM, Front Porch Radio. Don't get too close to that microphone now. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. This and, is cool. And I'm touching him. No way.
4: Yeah, like yeah. this.
1: So he is really there. I thought it was like.
4: He's here in what's person. What's that thing called? The,
1: with the laser thing where you have the. It looks like somebody's there, but, you, you know, they'd have the Elvis concert like that. I can't remember what that's called. Oh my Delk, it's good to have you here with us. Let's pass the microphone to All Delk right. for a second. Thank you,
5: Ann. Thank you, George. It's delightful to be here. And I've got six musicians sitting here in front of me. They yeah. are Carnegie Holler. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to play for us tonight. But more importantly, they're going to be playing next Sunday afternoon at the Cherry Theater at, at 1 p.m., Columbia State Community College. They're performing at the Do- Duck River Jam, among other uh, bands and artists who are going to perform. And the Duck River Jam is to raise funds to support the effort to keep Trinity Company from putting a mega dump on the old Monsanto property on the Duck River. Wow. Now, okay. where that is now, all the permits have been denied, but Trinity is a huge company with deep pockets. Yeah. And they've appealed these denials to Nashville. And Duck River Jam is helping to raise money for litigation fees, lawyers, yeah. to defend the decisions and to save the Duck River. We've got um, Gary and Lisa Growl with us. They are two of the leaders of uh, the Duck River Jam, the organizers. And uh, Lisa, just tell us what's going to happen next Sunday afternoon. Lord.
6: Okay, so the doors will open at 1 o'clock, and that's when the silent auction will begin. And we have incredible auction items Ranging from a week at uh, Santa Rosa Beach in Florida to a quarter side of beef wagyu beef, we've got um, fly fishing a, a day a guided tour of fly fishing experience on the Just, Duck River. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Oh wow! And oh, we've got wow. Higher wow. Pursuits yeah. have get, has given us um, a beautiful paddler's basket with um, uh, rentals for two for kayaks um, for a day on the river. Um, we have. We have a beautiful kayak. We do. We have an 11-foot, I think it's a hybrid fishing kayak. Just gorgeous. Wow.
5: And all these are, will be at the silent auction.
6: Yes. and All, all proceeds local to go businesses. to
5: Save the Duck River.
6: All proceeds going. Yeah.
5: Wow. wow. That is absolutely. Wow. Now, you're going to have, okay, Ann, she. Well,
4: I just want to ask her a question, Lisa.
1: We're wrestling over there the microphone. Are
6: pictures of the kayak on Facebook or th- yeah, anything like that? I they do like have that. a picture of the kayak. On Instagram.
4: Oh, on Instagram.
5: And that okay. might be
6: on Facebook too. Okay. Um, but it is a really nice one.
5: Yeah. Now, does the Duck River Jam have a website?
6: Yes. What is it? Duckriverjam.com.
5: Can you go there to get more information and/or tickets? Yes,
6: and you can get tickets just a click of a button. And
5: tickets, tickets are
7: merchandise.
6: T-shirts. Tickets. Yeah, merchandise, hats, T-shirts. Tickets are twenty-five dollars plus a small fee for service fee, and you can also buy them at the door.
5: Okay, duckriverjam.com. Mm-hmm. All proceeds go to um, preserve, defend the Duck River from Absolutely. Trinity and Omega Dump. Yep. And that's that's where we are. It's uh, What kind of music will we hear next yeah. Sunday afternoon?
6: That's his department.
5: Gary, um, pull up a mic there and tell us about it. Come on
7: There's uh It'll be a wide, wide variety, and uh, there'll be some country music, some jazz. Uh, there'll be some... Some uh, classic hits and uh, top forty. It's local local bands. Yeah, so community. Uh, It is a community thing. That's that was our goal when we started out to involve the community. But we also have Sweethearts of the Rodeo coming out from Nashville making an appearance. Mm -hmm. And so wow. um, Mm -hmm. But there'll be
5: all all genres.
7: There we go. All
5: right, one o'clock next Sunday. Cherry Theater, Columbia mm-hmm. State Community College, DuckRiverJam.com. Tickets are $25. You can buy them at DuckRiverJam.com or get them at the door. That's right. It's going to be great uh, silent auction. It's going to be great That's music. And all of the money will go to in the continuing effort to prevent Uh, Trinity Company from putting a mega dump on the old Monsanto property right at the edge of the Duck River. So, y'all come. Mm
6: -hmm, Y'all get tickets. There'll be food trucks. Well,
1: I tell you what, this is a fun show we got tonight here on Americana Central Town. We are in Columbia, Tennessee. Columbia, Tennessee, known as Mule Town, USA. We're getting ready to play this song about hopping on that mule train. But we want to say that tonight on the show, one of the bands that is playing at... The Duck River Jam, of course, is Carnegie Holler, and they are here in the studio. They'll be playing in just a minute. We also have Marshall McGaugh, who's going to be visiting us live in the studio with the tail from the Backward Z, and he and Del Kennedy. I asked Del Kennedy, I said, Delk, didn't you grow up on the Duck River? And he said... George, I grew up in the Duck River. <laughs> so we're going to be hearing all about that tonight. And we also have a wonderful musician, harmonica maestro, Michael Ruder-Feldman, along with Tony Garcia in the second hour. So this is going to be a rip-roaring Americana Center time. And Duck Kennedy is in the house, too. We got more with Delk <laughs> and his friend, Marshall McGall, talking about growing up in the Duck River. And the Duck River Jam... Carnegie Haller will be right back. Here is a song about riding on that mule train. It's time for American Central Time, y'all, <coughs> on WKRM. Hop on that mule train. Ah, get up out, there, get out. Get, get, get ah. mule train, ah. 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 through
0: the wind and rain. They'll keep going till they drop, clippity-clop, clippity-clop, clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-cloppin' along. Mule time! Good! Clippity-cloppin' along the mountain chain, soon they're gonna reach. Clibbity clop, clibbity clop, clibbity clibbity it clibbity clibbity it the hey! A guitar the back for a rancher in Corona. A guitar for a cowboy way out in Arizona. A dress of calico for a pretty Navajo. Oh, 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 oh. Get along. Oh, 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 oh. Get along. Oh, 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 oh. Get along.
1: Oh, I tell you what, there ain't nothing like taking a ride on the mule train right here on Americana Central Town on WKRM. But I'm going to tell you. Have we got some music coming for y'all right now? We got people all over town, all over the world, have been writing in through WKRMradio.com. They said, I heard that Carnegie Holler was going to be on the show tonight. Could they please do an encore presentation of what has become a WKRM Carnegie Holler classic? Because we had a live on the radio a couple weeks back featuring Emily Cook on the trumpet. And Hodge Cook, of course, on the keyboards, and we'll name off everybody around the room as we go, because I just can't wait. We'll get to the music now. Carnegie Holler, are you all ready for a a command performance? We are. All right. Take it away, Carnegie Holler, right here on Americana Central Time. in here tonight in the WKRM Dancing Plaza man it's beautiful music that you can move your feet to and it just makes you feel so good what is the name of that song Autumn Leaves Autumn Leaves man oh man that is very appropriate for this time of year what do y'all think (laughs) (laughs) well now I can tell you all have many many more songs to play are you all ready to play another one Carnegie Holler are. All right. I tell you what, let's just let the music roll on here on American kind Central of Time. Carnegie nice. Holler, of course, they will be at Duck River Jam. And you go to, was it theduckriverjam.com? Or it's or
6: it's Jam. duckriverjam.com.
1: Duckriverjam.com to find out more about it. And, of course, there's a Facebook page too. Go there and like Duck River Jam because you'll be putting updates mm-hmm. on there, I guess, all the time about what the progress is and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's Carnegie Holler. What are you all playing next?
6: It's called C'est la vie, or um, you never can tell.
1: Yeah, cool. Here they are mm-hmm. Carnegie Holleron, WKRM. <clears throat> <laughs> Such a time studio at the front porch radio house on the corner of Walker Street and West Seventh, the
5: beautiful downtown Columbia tonight. What do you think about that, Del Kennedy? I think it's fantastic, George, and uh Carnegie Holler is a great band, and you can hear them again next Sunday afternoon That's at the right. Duck River Jam Cherry Theater, 1 yeah. p.m. Yeah, there um, be food trucks
1: out there, I think. And uh, mm-hmm.
5: the silent mm-hmm. auction, and it all goes to save the Duck River, duckriverjam.com. Yeah, now, Doug sure. Kennedy, y'all have a wonderful farm
1: out there on the Duck River. Uh, do you? That's actually my son, George. Oh, okay, but it's, it's a family heritage farm. Yes, it is. And uh, about is, 200 years. Do you ever go out there and just take a look at the Duck River and say, I can't believe this mighty Duck River?
5: I have done that all my life, George.
1: All right, well, we got some tales from the back of Z coming up in just a little while with Marshall McGough, who he and Duck Kennedy, owner-operator, WK1WKRM, are going to talk all about life in the Duck River. So, Carnegie Holler, we're going to take a commercial break and be back for one more song with y'all. Is that Okay. Yes, sir. All yes. right, we'll be right back with more Americana Central Time on WKRM Columbia, Tennessee, right after this word from our fine sponsors here at WKRM
5: Columbia.
0: Music, news, and sport in Southern Mill, Tennessee. You're listening to WKRM 103.7.
8: Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. Radio! Radio! Radio.
0: Radio. Turn your radio
3: on! And now, your host, a singer, songwriter, world-traveling troubadour and 30-year veteran of the Grand Old Opry, George Hamilton V. Well, we are
1: back with the one and only Carnegie Holler on Americana Central Time, Doug Kennedy. Could you tell us once again all about this Duck River Jam that's the, coming out?
5: The Duck River Jam, George, is going to be next Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m., Cherry Theater, Columbia State Community College. It's all about raising funds to, um, to stop... Trinity Group from putting a mega dump on the banks of the Duck River on the old Monsanto property. And, you know, I always, when somebody tells you they need money to pay the lawyers, you're always thinking, "Mm, boy, I don't know about that, but they really do need to pay the lawyers. All the permits have been denied by the, you know, the Murray County Commission, the Solid Waste Board. They've all said no, no, no to Carnegie. Carnegie has deep pockets and lots of lawyers. And they yeah, have the Trinity, a, uh, not Carnegie. Uh, Trinity, <laughs> excuse me, <But> Carnegie, Carnegie, <laughs> Carnegie is half broke over here. But the uh, uh, Trinity, excuse bit. me, gee whiz, uh, no, Trinity a, a, has deep pockets, lots of money, lots of lawyers. They've appealed yeah. the whole thing to Nashville. Yeah, and we're going to have to pay the lawyers. Hence, that's Duck wild. River Jam. Uh, Silent Auction, music by Carnegie Holler, not Trinity Holler. Uh, Next Sunday afternoon, uh, more information and tickets at duckriverjam.com. Tickets $25. Uh, Food trucks, silent auction, and lots of great music, George. So here we go.
1: Man, we've had a treat tonight having Carnegie Holler here. How about a round of applause around the studio? And, you know, I tell you what, the people out there looking inside the Front Porch Radio Theater window on the front porch of Front Porch Radio, we got the radio on out there. Come on by WKRM. That's where the fun and the music and all kinds of information about the community is right here tonight on Americana Central Time and all the time. Uh, Carnegie Holler, I can see that you will have a special introduction for this next selection.
7: Well. (laughs) This uh, this is a song um, by a singer that we all love and uh, respect, George Jones. Yeah. And Ooh. so uh, the song is called The Race is On. So I guess yeah. the race is on to fill the Cherry Theater. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be next week. Next Sunday at 1 o'clock. And that's November the 5th. November the 5th. Yeah, Thomas. us already coming up November. Quick. Yeah. All right. So. Now, what time will you all go on? We'll go on about four. All right.
1: The and then you'll probably stay. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I can imagine after what people have heard on the radio
7: tonight, you all might be on for hour after hour after hour. <laughs> Well, Sign autographs autographs off stage to you. All we need is one person clapping and we'll keep playing. All right, you got that here. <laughs> All right, here are Carnegie Holler. Then will be at Duck
1: River Jam next Sunday. We talked about it. Also, go to the WKRM podcast page on WKRMRadio.com. Uh, push podcast, scroll down to Americana Central Time, and you can hear even more. About the Duck River Jam when we, we had you all here a couple weeks back. Just be looking for this section where Carnegie Holler is. And man, oh man, it's been so great getting to know y'all. I can't wait to come to the Duck River Jam, November the 5th. Take it away, Carnegie Holler. One, two, three.
14: Four. I feel tears welling up and down deep
7: inside like my heart's from
14: a big brain. And a stab of loneliness, sharp and painful. I might never change. I think I was making it hard when she broke me off the call Now don't you wait little? hide my sorrow I might break right down and fall The race is on and here comes pride up the backstretch stretch eggs are going to the inside My tears are holding back and trying not to fall in true love, scratch for another sake The race is on and it looks like heartaches And the winner loses all What about it, Daniel? In love, never once suspecting what the final results would be. How looked the fear of going up each morning and finding that you're gone for me. The hate and pain in my heart for the day was the one that I hated to face. Somebody came up to win her, I wound up in second place. Race is on, and here comes pride up the back stretch, and heartaches are going to the inside. Well, my tears are pulling back and trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running, true love scratched for another's sake. And the race is on, and it looks like heartaches, and the winner loses all. And the race is on, and it looks like heartaches, and the winner loses all.
1: Holler in here in the room. I like to call it the barn here because we are, of course, in Mule Town, USA, at WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee. Man, oh man, Joe Kennedy, what'd you think about that? I thought that was fantastic, George. I'll tell you what. This place, the room, all the wonderful remodeling that's happened here and all the space we have now for musicians, this is turning into like a miniature grand old opera right here. That I'll, I'll,
5: I'll roll with that. All right. I'll tell you what.
1: we got a friend of yours who's going to be coming in just a second. First of all, Carnegie Holler, thank you so much for being here tonight. Yes. We look forward to and, next and week. Lisa and Gary, thank, thank you, thank you for, for, your,
5: thank for your work on the Duck River Jam. Oh, and
6: our pleasure. It's a
5: labor of love.
6: Yes, it is. Thank know? you so much for having us.
5: Happy to have you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. No. Once again, we, you know, it sounds like repetition, but you know, repetition gets the message to you. Duck Kennedy, could you tell That's us right. one more time
5: when the, the Duck River Jam is and where it is and this type of thing? Next Sunday afternoon, November fifth, Cherry Theater, Columbia State Community College. Silent auction, all sorts of good music, food trucks, all to benefit the Duck River Jam, which in turn is going to. Defend the Duck River from the attempts of Trinity Company to put a mega dump on the banks of the Duck River at the old Monsanto property. Uh, If you're interested in clean water, a beautiful place to swim and fish, uh, to canoe, uh, then you're a friend of the Duck River. It's one of the most, absolutely one of the most amazing rivers uh, in North America. And uh, we're not uh, only just people locally saying that. Uh, Yeah. People like the, you know, I mean. The Duck River is famous for its but, diversity of species, its yeah. length. It's unique. And a lot yeah. of times we we who get to see it all the time don't realize how unique it is.
1: That's for sure. And last time that Carnegie Hall was here, they were giving us some information about all the different wildlife that's in the river. And they were also talking about how uh, it's on a river of its kind, maybe in North America, maybe in the world. American, am what were they saying? You remember these accolades.
4: They were saying that there's so many different kinds of species that are in the Duck River. A yes. whole bunch. Yes. Um,
1: but before we, we've got to send one more. Thank you to Emily Cook. Thank you for that, Autumn Leaves. How about another round of applause for Emily Cook with Autumn Leaves with Carnegie Hall?
4: Emily, By are you the only request. person in your school that's a member of a band? Not only that, a really cool band? I don't think so. So where do you go to school? I go
1: to MTS. Come closer to the microphone over there.
4: Oh, you go to MTS. This Emily yeah. Cook. And with. I'm in the RIM program,
6: and so there's a lot of people that have their own bands. And what what is the RIM uh, Recording Industry Management. That's cool. Do- yeah. that's very cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. a music business major, so I that's love good. that. Have
1: you had a chance to go to the Center for Popular Music, right there at the library in that building? You know, no, not yet. I but would check like it to out because there's so much history there, and it's just amazing the resources at MTSU. Yeah. Uh, Lou uh, from here at the radio station, I call him Big Lou. He's over there at MTSU now also, and of course he's one of the wonderful sportscasters here. Uh, Lou Maddox, Louis Maddox. Yeah, and, I went uh, to high school with him. Yeah, that's cool. Well that's neat. I didn't know you were over there at MGSU but well, that's beautiful.
4: That is the coolest. Yeah. So I like that you go there and I like what you're going to do for a living. Yeah, me too. So maybe you'll get to manage. You'll get to manage everybody here.
1: She'll be a manager too. She will. She could be she could come and help us run this radio station.
4: Yes, you could. Absolutely. Sounds you are like fun. welcome anytime.
1: Right, TV. Me. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure Dale Kennedy's very excited about that because, man, these young people, the the sense of community here, that's what Front Porch Radio is all about, and just having the people come in and talk about these wonderful benefits to support the community. Y'all had this wonderful telephone here uh, oh, a couple yeah. of weeks back, and lots of reaction and raised money. Phenomenal. It was I
5: was a little distracted, but I'm delighted to hear about this young lady. You, you, she's done a lot. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank
1: you. That's cool, because she says she knows Lewis Maddox over there at MTSU. Yeah, yeah. So that's a beautiful thing. Who knows? Maybe you might come and be an intern here sometime, or something like that. You know,
5: that's we can cool. do that.
1: Yeah, I would love to. All right, Emily Cook, right there. Well, we got some special friends of Delk Kennedy, owner-operator, along with Mary and Susan Kennedy of WKOM WKRM Radio here in Coolidge, Tennessee. Front porch radio, Americana Ann. I see you smiling. Are you going to uh, introduce these people to each other? They know each other. But it's like a, it's radio. It's a theater of the mind. So this way the people. Well, they
4: do know each other. But what the cool thing is, is that Marshall and Delk grew up together. Marshall who? Marshall McGaw.
1: That's right. Quick draw McGaugh. McGaugh. That's right.
4: (laughs) And he came down from his telephone pole. And he's here with us. In this studio. And. And so we've just got a lot of really great things happening tonight. And he's got a special story, I think, that he's going to tell that involves uh, one Reuter Feldman, I
15: believe. That's right. right. I'll, I'll tell that. You want me to tell that now or you to wait before, until Reuters? Well, we'll, make well I think we probably
4: on. want to talk about you and Delk first. Yeah,
15: that's that's
1: so, right. Because yeah. we want to talk about, as Delk mentioned, I said, Delk, I, I don't did know you grow Reuter. up? On the Delta Clip, did, I, remember, did yeah, I ever
15: know Ruder? Yeah, That's but you're, you're you're gonna love this story. <laughs> okay, you, you okay. okay. Rooter's Reuter, coming on next. Yeah. Okay. And you're gonna love the story about Ruder Feldman. That's
16: and, his
4: wife Maggie. Say okay. Hi, Maggie.
5: Hi. I I I don't know the Reuter, uh story. tale. folks, uh, Marshall McGaw, and uh, we've also got Tim Brown with us. Hey, Tim. Good evening. Hey, Tim. Hey, thank man. you very much for having me. Right, of course. Tim Here's, also
15: grew, Tim grew up. He Tim. and I grew up right down the street from each other in Mount Pleasant. In Mount Mm, Pleasant,
5: folks. In Mount Pleasant uh, in the 70s, you know, what goes on in the 70s probably ought to stay in the 70s, but Marshall blew blew all that up by writing Tales of the Backward Z, which is largely about all of us growing up in Mount Pleasant in the 70s. And, folks, it was a magical place. Uh, uh, Of course, Tim and Marshall and I went to CMA, as did – a whole lot of kids, almost all the kids, uh, on Washington Avenue and Fairview Avenue down in Mount Pleasant. And we all went to CMA, and so we were all in school together. And really, my my they, they adopted me as an honorary Mount Pleasantian in the uh-huh. 70s. And um, I spent most of my time growing up down there with Tim and Marshall and all the gang. Now, let me tell you about it. and And I think most of us didn't realize how special it was to grow up in Mount Pleasant in the 70s till 20, 30, even 40 years later. At the time, we just thought we were having a big time, and it was fun, and but we didn't realize how special it was, I think. And if you go to Mount Pleasant and start down at the bottom of Washington Avenue in downtown Mount Pleasant, You go literally straight uphill to the top of Washington Avenue where it runs into Fairview Avenue, which runs across the hill. Now, if you started, there were all these young families. If you started down at the bottom of Washington Avenue, first you had the Robinettes, then the Williams, then the Locks, then the Grissoms, and on up the hill, the Joneses, the Rosses, the Browns, the Siscos, the um, uh, Rippies, and then the McGalls, the Hardisons and the robinettes yeah no yeah uh, uh, not robinettes um, yeah
15: ro- robinettes they 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 lived were there well, the no the they robinettes were at the bottom and, but but they, but, uh, but they had uh, moved from up but, there and they, then, yeah. then the vests their the cousins
5: Vess, yeah. were all right. on down mm-hmm. at the end of fairview and the donnybacks mm-hmm. and there, the donnybacks yeah yeah, all yeah. All yeah. yeah. That's and Kathy so Dunybanks these were all these young families and it was magical we it was the kind of place where we could we could just go out on our bicycles and we could play all day, and we would go to some anybody's house, and the mom there would feed us lunch. And then the next place, we'd, you know, we'd play for some more, and then the mom there would feed us dinner. And then we grew up, became teenagers, and did a lot of other things, which are the subject of tales from the back for Z. And Marshall is the one of us, though, who uh, sat down and uh, made a great effort at memorializing those days. We've all talked about it. But Marshall uh, put it in writing, and it's published. Tales from the Backwards Z. And let's see, is Washington, Washington and Fairview, are in the Backwards yeah, Z? Yeah, that's they not? right. You, you started started
15: Zingarell's Market. Of course, only people are from Mount Pleasant know where that is. But it's still there. <laughs> you go Main yeah. Street, and then take a left on Washington, like you were just talking about, and all the way up Washington, then a right on uh, Fairview, Fairview Drive. And I lived on Fairview Drive. Tim lived at, on the corner of Washington and Fairview. Yep, and that's where everything <clears throat> happened. Oh, yeah, that was the place. That was the <laughs> gathering place. And and when I was first writing the book, I called it the Z. And I got an aerial photograph of it taken, <clears throat> and I looked, and I said, because we've been calling it the Z forever. Uh, that's just the route we drove as teenagers around the mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, cruising around once you turn sixteen and, and we spent did. our teenage
5: years growing up there yeah. as well. Yeah and 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 then, we were pretty good.
15: Yeah, but then I realized it was a backwards Z. So I had to <laughs> change the name. So
5: Yeah. It, it was it was fantastic and uh just a, an idyllic childhood, uh it, it really was. A childhood and teen years. Um and I, I think and, and Marshall, thank you for because all of us have talked about it. You're the one who put it in writing Tales from the Backwards E. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Available Mm -hmm. at the Mount Pleasant uh, Museum and on uh,
15: Amazon as well, right? Yep, that's right. Amazon, just about anywhere that sells uh, books, has it. Yeah.
1: Well, we got a word from our sponsors, and we're going to get right into this in just a minute. This is just fascinating. I mean, I've talked about this before and thought. Somebody needs to do some kind of outdoor theater presentation of this in the summertime at Mount Pleasant or I'm Columbia. Because sure, no. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. this is just, it make everybody feel good and just imagine the tourism, boom, yeah. brought on by uh-huh. Based on tales from the back of we got Marshall McGall in the house. His boyhood friend and teenager friend and friend forever, Delk Kennedy, owner-operator of...
15: And Tim Brown. That's our classic. Man, and, All right. and, and, George, I'm going to add, I've got my wife, Jean McGall. Right behind me, Gene Bond-McGall. A, yeah. a lot of people knew it was Gene Bond out of Columbia Central. And uh, yeah. my son, Jacob McGall. Yeah. And my sister, Leslie mcgall Hitman's over here. You all hear me mention her sometime yeah. out here. Man,
1: and, uh, oh, man. This then, is like watching the Andy and then, Griffith show yeah. in
7: person. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah.
15: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I tell you, we will be right back after this commercial break. And I can't wait for everybody to just tune in. Call your friends now. Tell them who is here. Marshall McGall is in the house at WKRM, American Central Time in Columbia, Tennessee. Tales on the other side. That's right. Here we are. We'll see you in just a minute.
12: Hey, this is Brenda Lynn Allen. Thank you for tuning in to 103.7 FM WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee
0: Turn
17: your radio
3: and now, your host, a singer, songwriter, world traveling troubadour, and 30 year veteran of the grand old Opry, George Hamilton V. <laughs>
1: And I'll tell you what, I felt like Barney Fife on the interview of the show. I just shot myself in the foot there and went right over the WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee, 103.7, 1340 AM, Station ID. Here we are at WKRM. We got delt Kennedy, Marshall McGaugh, and Tim Brown. Tim Brown. Man, this is just so much fun. Everybody in the room, the feel, the music, when you're talking about the mission of this Front Porch Radio, I mean, it's coming True, it's amazing, all Jack. We love what y'all have done here. This place work is. And you, and yeah, you
5: you you make this. big part of it, George.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. You you and Mary Susan have turned this place into a vortex, and just the community that comes in here, and the life that you all lived growing up in and around Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. It's it's like the Waltons. It's like Mayberry. It's maybe even times 10. It's marvelous. Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Marshall McGaugh, tell us all about it. You and Delk Kennedy growing up together. What was it like?
15: Oh, it, it was awesome. And uh, it was, uh, you know, the street and Delk, Delk alluded to it, but uh, everybody knew each other and everybody knew each other's mamas and daddies, you mm-hmm. know, and they, uh, so we would, like Delk said a while ago, we might end up at the Cisco's house and, uh. And and Miss Cisco would fix us all sandwiches or whatever there was for lunch, you know, and we wouldn't have to go home to eat, and, uh, and it was like that for all the kids. One time, Delk, you you named a lot of the families up through there, but we and these were all
5: young families, yeah, with kids yeah. our age or kids you know, our age.
15: It, it was our older so. brothers, younger sisters, yeah. whatever.
8: And and I don't want to
15: exaggerate. younger brothers, older sisters. Right. But I, I bet there were thirty of us. I mean, if you think about it, at if, least. If, if I'm exaggerating, I'm going. I'm going the wrong. Gosh, way. I yeah. must
5: have mentioned a dozen families. Yeah, right. To go. So, yeah. All so, the, yeah. Uh, and all young families with kids from anywhere from. Well, I mean, we were all, you know, I mean, plus or minus three, four, five years, the same age. Yeah, you know. that's right. Yeah. And uh, and uh, older brothers, older sisters, younger brothers, younger sisters. Uh, so, yeah, it was just magical. Y'all, yeah, yeah. And I, y'all made me – now, folks, Washington, the Z, Washington Avenue and Fairview are, you know, the quintessential small towns with uh, sidewalks, trees, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just absolutely wonderful. And Washington was so steep. Tim, you have to chime in on this because uh, your yard was the keeper of the uh, – the uh, uh, fire, oh, the fire hydrant uh-huh. wrench, yeah. Uh-huh. But, now uh, we know. Yeah, I helped turn that <laughs> wrench a few times. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, the, uh, right. But Washington was very steep, and you could get up to uh, 40, 50 miles an hour on your bicycle going down uh, wow. from the top of Fairview all the way down to downtown Mount Pleasant, uh, and that seemed like a great thing to do back in that day. And, and, and you know, what?
18: what was really so, amazing is, we grew up, and I grew up right on the corner right there, and when it would snow, the entire town would come right in that area, and we'd build a big fire out there. And oh, the best sledding, sledding up ever. up and down, mm-hmm. you know, street lights everywhere, so it was really safe and just a great place to be in the wintertime when we had a really
5: good snow. Oh, and the best uh, sledding ever, and I, I'd say what, this is probably about a mile and a half, two-mile run. When it was right, you could go all the way to downtown Mount Pleasant. I did
18: it once. And when it would snow, I did it once, but then I would fall off before I got to the end where I wouldn't have to walk back <laughs> yeah. so far. So. <laughs> yeah. and, uh,
5: and the wrench that uh, Tim's... That yeah, to, where did that come from? I don't know. We just inherited, from, inherited it from older siblings. Uh, yeah, this is one for the fire extinguisher. Yeah, to make for, the no, ice. not the, the fire extinguisher, hydrant. the fire hydrant. Yeah, the fire hydrant, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's yeah. one wrong. of those big <laughs> that turns the top of the fire hydrant. Yeah. So right, right at, in
15: Tim's yard... Right at the top of Washington Avenue, our city forefathers had had the, closer to the mic, had, our city forefathers had had, had the, uh, uh, what would you call it, uh, uh, the foreknowledge. If they turn- had known
5: what we were going to do with it, they wouldn't have put it there. <laughs> no. and, 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 and that's
15: what I'm getting at. And, and they pointed the nozzle right at the street, too. And,
5: <laughs> and, and the awesome. big wrench yeah. that fit the top of it that turned it on was hidden in the bush in Tim's yeah. front yard. And it was just passed down, you know, the, yeah. the whatever. The 12th graders would pass it down to the 11th graders and on and on and on. And uh, so when we knew a hard freeze was coming, we would open that thing up and flood Washington Avenue all the way down to Mount Pleasant. And it would freeze hard, and that's when the fun began. And then yeah. the snow would what come on top cars? of that to make yes. it... Cars, cars were not allowed. So we would beat back snow trucks from coming up. Yeah, that's right. We would be. We would just pelt them with snowballs till they couldn't even see out of the front of their truck. They would give up, turn around, and go back down. Yeah. When when
15: snow was (laughs) forecast, every every parent in the neighborhood knew. They knew
4: knew what was going. They better go go
15: get their groceries. And they would use halong to leave
5: Washington undisturbed for us.
15: That's right. Because once uh, once we turned that wrench on. That was it. You, well, you would you would find a lot of cars at the bottom of the hill that had attempted. Oh, it. I would I would yeah. see you'd uh, just see them sort like sliding sideways yeah. back up, yeah.
5: and we'd all be cheering, you know. Yeah, that's right, because <laughs> yeah. we didn't want them, you know. Yeah. Traffic's going to tear up our sled hill, you and know. And us right.
15: kids also knew that you better go and decide which side of the street you want to be on, yeah. Because once you flooded Washington you had to crawl on your hands and knees to get to the other side. That's Uh how slick it was, was black ice. And straight down. (laughs) So if you were on the other side, you had to to go on your hands and knees. But we'd let the
5: city bring the scrapers and the salt up Halong, which is the other way to get up to Fairview. And so the parents knew. The parents would use... Hey, long and let us have Washington.
1: Yeah. To, well, we had to a one kids on. Had a great singer songwriter, Kristen Larkin, who lives in Mar- yeah. and on Marvelous Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Yeah. I call it Marshall McGall there. Yeah, and because she was on last week, in- right? Yeah, and, and she and, yeah. was talking about how much the yeah. same uh-huh. they're carrying on this tradition. So it's not just, it's inspired by the past, and the past yeah. lives on in Marvelous Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And the book right there tells from the backward Z, it's like their instruction book, I think.
15: That that's right. I, I, she could, uh, Kristen Larkin could go to that chapter. Yeah, and she could probably go up there and find that wrench. Yeah. Do you think that
4: wrench is still there? Oh, it's
15: still there somewhere. Good chance. It's, yeah, sure is. So it'll uh, so, live forever. Yeah.
5: <laughs> 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 that well, is right. Hey, now, you, Marshall, hey, Marshall, are we, are we ready for a tale from the Z? But before we do that, okay. we that's one. Is
1: he's got some of his books here. And this is just uh, to see the book Tales from the Z in person because my mother, yep. my mama got my copy. I give it to her over in North Carolina. And to see it again, you can see the power of the cover with the Z's the backwards. I'm going to shut up. And delt Kennedy, you are right. It's time for Marshall McGaugh to render us a tale you, in the his Z.
15: Yes, I'll, I'll jump in here. To, a tonight's tale It's called Groundhog Day. Groundhog uh-huh. Day. And uh, so and delt and I know Tim, y'all both remember, but... You had the Joneses' house, so I'm going to talk about to them about where the houses was. The people at Radio Land, but I'm, I'm going to paint a picture for them too. Yeah. But right uphill from the Joneses' house with two two tall Hayes' house, right across the street from Tim, and there was this big, huge bush. Uh, right up next to the road, probably about the size of this room. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Yeah,
5: I mean, that was the bush under which the wrench was kept.
15: Yeah, well, the, the wrench was kept across across the street. Oh, so oh okay, I, you're on the other side I'm, I'm, of I'm Washington. talking about on the same side of Washington as the Joneses. Gotcha, the we other kept, side of the kept, road. We yeah. kept the wrench in, at the corner of Tim's by the fire hydrant. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, yeah. so yeah, so I, I, I was confusing you there. But it was about the size of this room, and inside of uh, – of the bush, you could you could crawl in that bush, and it was like a little fort in there. And of course, kids like forts, you know. Oh yeah. But I mean, we'd have seven or eight of us in there some sometime. And so, we we got I don't know what made us think of this, but we started finding a lot of dead birds around the neighborhood. And we would take uh, we what we were doing one day were flying kites, and it was kind of a windless day, and couldn't get our kites to go up. And one of us stumbled across this dead bird, and we said, "Hey." Why don't we just tie a string to this bird's foot, a dead bird, and throw it over the, the power line, and we'll drop it on cars when they come by. And so we would get in the middle of that bush, and they couldn't hear us, and we would drop that, drop that bird on cars. And this went on for weeks and weeks and I got, I got so good, and I, I know y'all did too. I, I could drop a bird on a windshield at 25 miles per hour. It, it, it was an
5: art. Well, the it, thing is, right at that corner yeah. at Washington and Fairview, they slowed down. Yeah,
15: they had to slow down. That's why, that, it, was, that's why it, was it was a 90 degree place. turn, yeah. So, but of course, what happens is you lose a lot of birds. Okay, because they, they drive off in a hurry and they take their take their bird with them, right? Mm. So we were walking around. Seemed one like a great idea at the time. Yeah, that's right. And we we were walking around looking for a bird one day, and we came upon this big old groundhog that was dead. And we like, and I, I was like, and I don't, I don't, y'all may have been with me. I was like, hmm, that just a dead groundhog. <laughs> we went back to looking for birds, but old two tall Hayes, and in some of my stories, I mentioned what a what a genius he was in the way of pranks. Before, before we could uh, get on looking for our other bird, Two had that string tied on that groundhog's foot. Yeah. Right. And, uh yeah. yeah, and now by this time, I say in the book, we all carried a string in our pockets like a weapon by now. Every, you know, we didn't leave the house without a string in our pocket because we knew we were going to do something <laughs> with that, you know, drop birds later. But anyway, Two took that groundhog, and he went into the – that, that wire was, I don't know, 20 feet high. Wow. It was easy to get a yeah. bird over it. Yeah. <laughs> and so we couldn't. We were trying to to do it like a rope roping a cow and try to get that groundhog over the uh, line, and nobody could do it. So, too tall went in his daddy's garage and got a eight foot step ladder, and brought it up there out there and set it up, and we all took turns. Now you got to picture this. Now you take a groundhog, you climb up to the very top of that step ladder. You step stepping on the top of that step ladder, and you and you you you're whirling that. Groundhog like a rodeo cowboy, <laughs> and you're letting go of it, trying to get it over there. And but now listen, every time you hear a car coming, you got to jump down, fold the ladder up, go high behind a bush. Yeah, right? well, it could be the police, right? So you, they, I don't, yeah. you know, there may be some law in the books about hanging groundhogs over from power wires. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I don't remember who got it over the wire finally. Yeah. But, uh, but somebody
4: did. Somebody, somebody finally somebody got over did, that wire.
15: And
5: what happened next is.
15: And and, I'm, and, and and my sister sitting back here, Leslie McGall Hickman, was in the bush with us at the yeah. time. So if the statute of limitations uh, aren't up, she's in trouble with us all. Uh-huh. But, but uh, anyway, it was my turn to drop, right? And we had that groundhog. We, we kept waiting and waiting. And we were going to drop it on the next car. It, it didn't matter what it was, Cadillac, whatever. Just so happened, the next car to come to the stop sign and turn left
5: Going downhill, going downhill toward downhill. Mount Pleasant That's from right. Fairview,
15: was a car full of teenage girls, a jeep full of teenage a girls, a jeep with no the, top. With top. No down. top. No that top was Epps right. Jones'
5: jeep, right? Yeah.
15: Well, I've never asked that question, Bill, because I didn't really want him to know it was me. <laughs> Did it? And you'll understand it at the end of the tale. But I, I think you're right because. Uh, yeah.
5: Well, see, I came, all right, you go ahead and tell yeah. me, tell me. <laughs> so, I'll tell you where I came in on it. I came so, in on this sale the next day.
15: Yeah, so you So you know, Yeah. you yeah. know, so, uh, but as as the, as it came around the corner, I had a string in my hand, and I, I you know, I had, uh, I say in the book, I, I could put a, you know, drop a bird on a windshield at 25 miles per hour, but. Uh, what about a groundhog? I didn't know what I could do with a groundhog. Matter of fact, I say in the book nobody knew because had anybody in the world ever did done that, you know. Yeah. And, there, and there then I say, four? what kind of what kind of moron would?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four girls in this uh, yeah. no top jeep, four,
3: four girls? teenage girls.
5: That's right. So I could still
15: remember the, uh, I could still remember that string now, in my the hand. Were girls older than y'all? Yeah, yeah they yeah. They, yeah. they they were they were, they they were, were they, older
5: sisters. Okay.
15: Yeah yeah, but I could still feel the the. Uh, the feeling of the string going through my hands as I let it go. Even to this day, I, I can still remember that feeling. And, and and Tim remembers this too. It was kind of like taking a uh, – at the end of a basketball game, taking a, a shot, you know, at the end when the buzzer goes off. Yeah. And I'd taken one of those at Whitthorne Junior High School the year before, and I shot an air ball. We lost. But still, <laughs> it was still the same feeling. But uh, but anyway, I, I, I felt it coming through my string, you know, felt the string coming through my hands, and, and the – Groundhog landed in the girl in the right front seat's lap. All right. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Just picture that. Did
4: she scream? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, not only did
15: she scream, she jumped straight up in the air. And when she jumped up in the air, the groundhog went up in the air, and she she abandoned ship. She parachuted out of that jeep. It was only probably going five miles an hour. She jumped out. She jumped out. That was expected. The two girls in the back jumped out. That was expected. What was totally unexpected was the driver parachuted. Yes. Where did
4: the Jeep go?
5: It rolled the down Jeep?
15: and hit a big old tree right there in the Jones's yard. In the Joneses
5: front yard, which yeah. was downhill from yeah. uh, Fairview and Washington where the groundhog had been hanging. Yeah. And I showed up the next day down there and – There was this jeep smashed head first in a tree (laughs) into a tree in the Joneses' front yard, just still, you know, parked there, you know, just just nose into the tree. Did y'all get arrested? I wasn't in on it. I just came the next day and saw what had happened. <laughs> oh, we never got arrested. Right no, I, no, I wasn't no. in on it either. But I, I, uh, I asked, I asked my pal Jimmy Jones. I said, "What happened here?" He said, "Oh, uh, you don't want to hear, but but now who were the four girls in the jeep? There was Betsy Jones dueling Janice. was in there, I imagine.
15: Yep.
5: Uh, maybe uh, uh,
15: Carol Grissom was she in I, there? I, you know, Delk, I, I I can't remember who all was in there. I, I think." I, I think that Betsy Jones dueling was for sure in I there. I think she was the
5: driver. Yeah,
15: so uh, and I don't remember the other. Janet Cisco it, had it had, to be, had there. to be
5: those in there. Yeah, and Carol Grissom yeah. more than likely. Yeah, Leslie, I'm surprised you weren't in there.
15: Yeah, well, because she was the one I in there dropping. She was in there dropping, this, the, helping us with the groundhog. Uh-huh. But the reason that uh, the reason uh-huh. I don't know Delk is we bolted. We were gone when when that when that Jeep hit that tree. Uh, fun and games was over with them. We we headed <laughs> over
5: the hill. And, and, and they uh, never knew. Now Tim, where where that, that was? Nice. They, then, they, they, they I didn't show now, up yeah. until I saw. You know, I got to see the aftermath the next day. Now Tim, you know, it's it's been damned near fifty years now. Where were you?
18: Yeah, I was I was there around. You know, <laughs> I, the bush was huge. It was like a U, big U, bush. You know. Yeah. And it was like in the middle. Like Marshall said, it was hollow, so a lot of people could fit in there. So <coughs> we we'd always have something going down on the car. Yeah. So, but, but but I was around. And I yeah.
5: can't remember how long that Jeep stayed out there, nosed into the tree, you know, in Jones's front yard, and everybody would go, hmm, "What happened?" And it yeah. was kind of a. So <laughs> let me get this
4: straight. So none of these girls know ever that you two and you in the bushes. Let oh yeah, ever had anything to do with this? Yeah, they know. They
5: mm-hmm. do know. They oh, know yeah. now. I yeah. think it was probably revealed pretty shortly. Yeah, uh, things like things like that got out. On if, there, yeah. if, if there, there if was anything that, anything that happened
18: that. up there, they pretty much knew who was responsible for uh, it. So. Yeah. yeah, if and, they didn't know, they knew. Uh,
5: and and then as days went by, I think names got out. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> and,
15: and Mr. Hayes chopped that bush. He he didn't chop it down, but he trimmed it. Where, uh-huh. where you could see somebody if they were the inside from there. Uh-huh. So our, so our bird-dropping days were over yeah. also. <laughs> but there was only one groundhog ever dropped, and that was the day.
18: There we go.
5: Man, how about a round of applause? Thanks, man, man. All right. Tales from the Backward Z by Marshall McGall, available at Amazon or the Museum on the Public Square in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, and, you know, guess what else,
1: People can even write in to Marshall McGall. How can they do that, Marshall?
5: com and of
15: course it's got a link there too that will take you to Amazon if you just want to go there. And it tells a little bit more about the book. And if uh, and, and I think uh, too, Delk, if you if you want it on any kind of uh, you know like uh, Apple Bookstore, you can get it on your phone right. too. Just about anywhere that sells books but but yeah so and
1: this is a quality made book it's like a hard bound oh,
15: yeah. cover yeah hard 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 cover i know they can't see out there in radio land but uh, it's it. it's a it's a nice book got it an is. aerial
5: picture of the z on the cover so
15: Man,
1: is there a picture of the well you that's inside? actually
15: not the z they they i had an aerial picture it says washington avenue and fairview drive mm-hmm. but if you know about washington avenue and fairview drive that's that's a a picture that the publisher used rather okay. than the aerial photographs. So, uh-huh. But still, it looks just like it, though. Yeah. But so, yeah. That is wild. But, but Fairview Drive, and, and the giveaway is doesn't have any... Fairview Drive right, is right, at the end right. of town. It doesn't yeah. have the, the road that's going It's just a stock there. picture. Yeah. Then, that, then.
5: That's yeah. right. Well,
15: we
1: we'll would be taking some pictures of Marshall McGaugh with Tales from the Backward Z right here in this very studio. What is it like for Marshall McGaugh and Doug Kennedy to see each other in person it, after several years
5: it, it, doesn't, doesn't seem like we ever didn't see each other yeah that's right that, that's a <laughs> we, good way I to say gonna, that. and i was going to ask because real quick
1: because and i
5: t- see each other pretty often over yeah. the years he tim's lived here all his life
1: yeah. well, we, we talked about this you know and duck has been listening out there in radio land because he's got things you know on a sunday night we're in here you having too. fun talking about no, I do. because he said that y'all did not grow up on the duck river you grew up in the Duck River. And there's a story about the boat.
15: That, As you that, all
1: were actually on this boat. Whose boat was this? It
5: was, it was Delk's boat. Was that back in the day? That's that We mean, were like 7th, 8th grade. And yeah. I've got to be on in the morning, George, okay. early. So oh, I know, I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to leave here in a minute. I've got to show Three Dudes with a View. be on at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. That'll be good. Uh, on our sister station, WKOM yeah. FM yeah. 101.7. But uh, that was maybe seventh grade, there was an old wooden boat in the barn. And Daddy and I got it out and painted it and put in Bondo or something in the rotten spots and that kind of thing. And then Daddy had taken in this old dilapidated houseboat in a legal fee. And he traded the old dilapidated houseboat to Junior Gray for a 33 horsepower Johnson motor, uh-huh. which we put on the wooden boat. And uh, you could launch down by the dam back in those days, there was a boat launch, yeah. a ram and uh, Daddy would take and Tim you went with us on yeah, some that's occasion where, that's where yeah.
18: y'all taught me to ski
5: on, yeah. your bike. And yeah. you, and on the Duck our,
15: River when you're talking about your, our ages we, we we didn't have driver's license no you, no your dad would drive us off the dad yeah. would, would
5: you know would yeah. drop us all off say at 2 in the afternoon and then come back and pick us you know yeah. it was summertime he'd come back at 6 o'clock pick us up Yeah. and yeah. we would ski up and down the Duck River and, skiing um, on the
1: Duck River that was wow. great
5: and, yeah. uh, and I can't you know like we all learned, it's hard to believe. We all learned how to ski behind a 33 horsepower motor. Sometime, even two and three of
10: us got up behind a yeah, 33 horsepower right. motor. And, wow. Of course, we were all about 120
5: yeah. pounds. But, yeah. uh, the, uh, and, and there was a, a rope swing right below the old lamplighter restaurant, and which yeah. was good for hours of fun when we were yeah. tired of skiing. Uh, so those were great days. Yeah. Yeah. you
15: remember, we we'd go around. Who you know, we took turns driving, pulling the other people behind right, us. When right, right. When we'd go around, you know, from the dam, there wasn't any place wide enough to turn around for a good while. And we'd go down about the lamp lighter, I think, is where it had a wide enough place to turn around.
5: And it's almost all the way to Iron Bridge. Yeah, probably so. Farther I mean. than that. Yeah. Yeah.
15: Okay. Wow. And, and we'd turn that boat around. Of course, you know, when you when you're turning, you feel like you're doing a hundred miles an hour. You know, and you'd go around that boat, and and you could literally reach up and grab leaves off
5: the trees. That's how close wow. we'd be to the bank. We came yeah. right. so I know. recall Thad Cisco bouncing up on the bank. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Man. Well, I tell you what, we're having fun here tonight on Americana Central Time. Do you think we might be able to go, well, it's almost going to be too cold this week to go water skiing on the Duck River? But maybe- I'm without
5: a wetsuit, George. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I tell you what, Duck Kennedy, thank you for being here. Well, I'm, and-
5: I'm delighted. Um. See you folks at, uh, on Three Dudes with a View tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., so FM what's 101. the
4: subject tomorrow morning with Three Dudes in a
5: View? Uh, actually, uh, it's going to be, a, you know, normally, you know, we it's two Republicans and a Democrat, and we mix it up, you know, with Jim York, Clayton Harris, myself. But tomorrow we're going to talk about something that we all agree on. There's a luncheon this week uh, honoring Bernard Childress, uh, who um, – was a basketball star, in this? he was, he was our age, wasn't yeah, he? he was our He's age. He, he might
15: have been we like were. a senior when we yeah. were when we were sophomores. A, like sophomores he we was a basketball star at Central yeah. and
5: uh, a yeah. great fellow and spent his career as the executive director of uh, TSSAA, Tennessee Scholastic Athletic Association. He's recently retired, and there's going to be a luncheon in his honor on Wednesday. Nice. I believe that's right. I hope I'm right. It's going to be this week yeah and uh uh so russ adcock trent ogilvy and julie beck are going to be on with us and, and we're just going to talk about um bernard his career his uh, days at central high school uh so this will be one where we don't argue with each other we, <laughs> we, we, we celebrate bernard childress and, and what he did for this community and for the state as executive director and i suspect we'll also talk about some other things going on in the community um uh, but so uh Tomorrow, tomorrow will be all peace, peace nope. and love. What time do you have to, because the show starts at 8 o'clock. Right. What time do you have to wake up to
1: get in here? Well,
5: it's not time. I mean, I, got, I get up at 7, George. Oh, good. A, I'm
1: yeah. still asleep at that time. I've never seen you 7 o'clock. In oh, 60, but, but I'm <laughs> up by 8 o'clock, and three dudes with a view on WKOM, Monday. You know,
5: it's, it's um, you got to be rested and ready to make it happen.
15: All right. That's for
5: sure. Cool.
15: So I know I know in the beginning, and I don't know I know Del's got to go, but yeah. he was very interested in the reuter Feldman story. Okay. So I don't know how when, when Reuter's coming. We got
1: around. time right now. If you can roll into it, Reuter will probably maybe somebody yeah. can get Reuter to come in. Yeah. So,
19: so
5: all right, I'm th- going to th- th- turn. Yeah, I was going to say just. I'll tune in to you and yeah. Rooter on the way home. Yeah, there you go. So,
15: well, you right. know,
1: and that's, that's what's so cool is that theater of the mind that we have here. Thanks yeah. to yeah. Mary Susan and Del Kennedy. Yeah. Man, I love riding around and listening to WKRM and WKOM in the car. Many people, it's interesting, they don't realize how great community radio is and how much you get in touch with everything that's going on. And we learn all about it right here, don't we, Americana Ann? Yes there we go. We do. Yes all right. We do. All right. In, well, Delk, we're going to pause for a few minutes while you have a chance good to get your you. motor running out there and head out on the highway. And Americana Delk, Ann. you've
4: met Ruder, right? Yeah.
20: Ruder, oh, have yeah. you met Delk?
1: And you know, Americana, this is going to be I good. We this will, is going to be great. We're going to hear him out there in the parking lot starting yeah. that engine. Then we'll know it's time to start getting down to the, the story about Ruder so Delk can hear it out there in the car as he heads back home tonight. But Americana Ann... Yeah, it's like it's like a dream come true. I can't believe it. This everybody is here that we've been talking about and talking to. It
4: finally came to fruition. I know. Plus, we've got to pay some bills,
1: but not right yet because what we we got a few minutes before we have to do that. Well, we may pay some bills There's early. one thing but we've got to do. But before we do. do that, we do want to remind everybody that we love to talk about the Americana Music Triangle. Yes, We're right we are right here do. in the Americana Music Triangle that stretches from Nashville to Memphis and all the way down to New Orleans. The Americana Music Triangle, where history made music. And music made history. You're so right, Americana. And and that's why we like to call ourselves Americana Center Time, because this is Americana Music. Well, I like to say when I do the Mule Town merry-go-round. <laughs> Popular Music Hour, Monday through Friday, from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. on WKRM, that my show I play on the Meal Time right? this Americana music, a little bit of hillbilly soul, old time rock and roll, bluegrass, blues, jazz, Cajun, Zydeco, and a song of inspiration every day. And I think I actually have almost covered all of the nine genres. There's nine genres of music that were born yes. right here.
4: Can you imagine? So there's rock, there's rock, there's gospel, there's gospel, there is jazz, zydeco, Zydeca, there's jazz,
1: bluegrass, rock and roll, rock and roll.
4: That's only five. Country, country,
1: soul, soul, R and B, R and B, and the gospel and the southern gospel.
0: Yeah, It
4: that's all right. started
1: in the Americana music triangle. The stretches from Nashville yes, to did. Memphis, all the way down to New Orleans. You can plan your trip on the gold record road by going to Americana musictriangle.com yes and it's
4: 1500 miles long
1: 1500 miles long yes man you know i think that marshall mcgall came up through much of the americana music triangle coming up from pensacola he probably
4: Yes. Yeah, he did did you come up through alabama i
15: came up through alabama went by the uh uh muscle shoals
4: did you go to muscle shoals i
15: didn't go to muscle i went by the exit from Muscle Shoals. Yeah. I, I know where they Well, is, on we the way on back, yeah.
4: y'all need to stop at Muscle Shoals and you need to see GV and I. We have a couple of friends down there, Debbie Wilson and Judy Hood. Judy Hood is married to a
15: swamper. Oh, really? Yes. From the song, the Leonard Skynyrd song, The Swampers, right? <laughs> all of it. Yeah. All uh-huh. of it. Yeah.
4: So, when y'all go back down, you too, Rooter and Maggie, y'all need to stop by Muscle Shoals Sound Studio and you need to go in and see Judy Hood and Debbie Wilson and you just need to tell them who you are because they've been on our there. show.
15: Yeah. Okay. Have you ever recorded there?
20: No, no, yeah. but I've been there.
4: Yeah, but On the mic.
20: Hello. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, <laughs> okay.
4: we
1: have a gentleman here, Michael Feldman, who goes by Michael... Ruder. Ruder Feldman. But, but it's interesting because... How did this Ruder name evolve, Michael? First, Reuter, I though. I
4: just want to tell you oh, no. that I met Reuter through an amazing man by the name of Robert Rivers. That's right, and he he was so smart he even taught himself the Nashville number system. No way he did yeah. and he introduced me to ruder and to maggie and he called ruder a freak of nature because he said <laughs> he could play the harmonica like nobody's business
20: yeah
4: so ruder there you go
20: oh wow what a setup <laughs> <laughs> Uh you know sometimes Bob had hearing issues, I think maybe well, he <laughs> caught
4: you were the only one that was allowed to call him Bob.
20: nobody else could
4: call him Bob
20: <laughs> well, he was a good friend
4: so and yeah. now, I guess marshall you 're going to tell how you met
15: that 's right, so
20: but um, well, now we about. Uh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> Sounded like Is my I Delk think Joe Kennedy just pulled out of the parking lot there. There, there you go. Yep. All right, Kennedy. Here Cunhead comes this here. We're story. Gonna tell,
15: we're going to tell you the tale. So, uh so anyway, of course, George, you know I've been on your show since August of 2020. And you
1: hadn't changed a bit.
15: Yeah. Yeah, I know. You look yeah. younger every Same, time. Yeah. But anyway, of course, we've been on that long? The show for a while, American Ian <sighs> and she uh I don't know several months back got yeah. to talking about this uh, great harmonica player yeah. right? that lived in Pensacola, Florida. Because you lived in Pensacola. Because I lived in Pensacola. Florida. And she would say, I've got this a friend of mine that lives down there. His name's Michael Ruder Feldman. And you said it two or three I don't times ever two call or three him, weeks. I don't I, ever just call just him Reuter. Michael
4: because I was never yeah. introduced to him like that. I've yeah. always called him Ruder.
15: Yeah, so Ruder Feldman. <laughs> and, so, and you had said that two or three times, but then one Sunday night on the show, and I just got through telling right. the tale. And you said told me again he lives right there you know you live in the same town and of course pensacola is huge you know if you if you it's i'm sure it's, it, it's It's, pro- it's half it's,
4: a million people
15: yeah it, but, it, but it's probably as many square miles as nashville not as probably yeah. as big as nashville but yeah but as many square miles so
1: so that's you, almost as big as columbia
15: oh yeah it, 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 that's right <laughs> but but you said i'm gonna i want you to call him and so, if uh, yes. so I said I will, he's probably going to think I'm somebody trying to sell him a car warranty. <laughs> you know? and, and so I did, but 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 yeah. So I said, okay, well I'll I'll give him a call, and and so I did, and I got got his voicemail, and I kind of told him the story. I said, hey, we've got a mutual friend, Americana Ann Johnson. And well, so now I m-
4: don't think he even knew I was Americana. Uh, Ann. He
15: didn't, but he knew Ann, <laughs> he knew the Ann Johnson part. What okay. did you say?
1: And I'm Marshall McGaw, and I want to bring over a copy of
15: my book, Tales <laughs> well, from the back Well, for, Zim- for all I knew, I couldn't bring it over. I'd have to have to drive 30 miles. That's right? true. Yeah. Pensacola's That's a huge right. town. That's and true. So she she wanted me to give him a call. Yeah. And so I did. And, and then a couple of days later, he called me back. And I don't think you'd listen to my voicemail. So you thought I was probably trying to yeah, sell a Yeah, I don't car listen to market. voicemails yeah, very much. Oh, <laughs> so you, we'll never leave you so, one day. So, so you, to, you told me who you were. And I said, oh, that, um, Ann Johnson is a good mutual friend of ours. And she wants us to get together, you know, since, since I'm on the show. And she said uh, that you're going to come up to the show eventually. And so I said, uh, what part of Pensacola do you live in? Now, a lot of people don't know what Fox Run means, but we, our subdivision is Fox Run, where Gene and I live. Yeah. Okay? It's a pretty, pretty small subdivision. He said, I live in a little subdivision called Fox Run. No, <laughs> and, I mean he's literally a football field away from us, wow. and, uh, and it, it blew my mind when he said that. I, cause yeah. When he said it, I said, "I said no way." And yeah, but but uh, he said, "Yeah, I ride around on my golf cart all the time with with their uh, dog, their dog, Catfish, Catfish, yeah, and, and Maggie." And, and Catfish uh, and, is in the studio tonight. How about a hand for Catfish? catfish. And, and so. Uh, so we we'd probably seen each other 50 times, but didn't know each other. Right. Yeah. But, but anyway, but after that, since that time, uh, he's been, him and Maggie have been over to our house for, for one of our shows. If you remember that, right. he came over and played the harmonica. Yes. And, yeah. And, uh, and then I, I'll be out in the yard sometime and they'll, they'll be coming by on the golf cart. And we'll talk for a while. So, <laughs>
20: well, got, got, gotten to know each other. Well, yeah, that is, wow. so.
4: It's just a teeny tiny world. Is it not? It's
20: so, it's so interesting. And, and, um, so his house is really a little more than 100 yards but it's like four blocks. Well, wow. that's and, and really I'm all over the neighborhood. I've in the run up for years so I'd go through all these neighborhoods. Yes. Trains so, around so I knew his house as soon as he right. told me I, and I he said oh, blah 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 and I said oh that house next to Jim, yeah, Jim, uh, a mutual right.
15: friend of ours that you, uh, you and him, you and him have crossed paths many times too. Running, I guess. Yeah, and, running through right. the years, yeah. Now I
20: kind of and, trot. And yeah.
4: Ruder, I came to your retirement party, but oh my gosh, I yes. want you to tell everybody what you did for a living.
20: I was a United States probation officer for twenty four years. There and you I enjoyed go. it. I worked uh, uh, with high risk offenders. That was my specialty. I worked with uh, basically. Uh, people have been found not guilty by reason of insanity <laughs> uh uh serious mental health problems i worked with a lot of people that were schizophrenic yeah. and had uh bipolar and you know sex offenders and on and on and i, I played music all that time or had a family yeah you know so right. uh, uh you know you sort of separate things so yeah. i enjoyed my career i retired uh 14 years ago, I was 57 years old, so I'm still and a kid.
4: What I love about Ruder and Maggie is their dogs, and I've met a few of them. <laughs> Every single one of them are treated just like one of their children. So, it they causes even, some problems with my well, daughter. Well, yes, but
20: <laughs> she if, thinks we're a little too, uh, we, you know, they too sleep much. with
4: them just like. My dog Buddy sleeps with me, yeah. and I love how y'all treat your dogs. They are part of your
15: family.
20: Definitely,
1: yeah. When well, now, have you seen Marshall McGall and family riding
20: around? Is it a
15: pedal car you all have? It, it's a like, uh, yeah. It's a uh, like a. A four-wheel bicycle. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 yeah.
20: So. We have ridden and uh, run. R- r- no r- way. Y'all have ridden that. in that I car. I think it's really neat, you know, the, yeah. the, b- the bike, you know. Yeah.
1: Have you all thought about when you go and make home deliveries of tails from the back museum, <laughs> yeah. if Ruder can ride along with you and do a soundtrack as you want. That's right, right
15: because I actually, I actually did that. <laughs> all uh, right. Uh, and I, I put it on my Facebook page a couple of years ago, but I donated one of my books to, uh, to the uh, – I can't remember what charity it was, an auction going on in Pensacola. Okay. I think it was yeah. something to do with cancer. And so the lady that bought my book, kind of another small world story, uh, they called me to tell, me, give me the delivery address, and she lived over on real near Fox Run. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's about, about as far from my house as it is to your house. Okay. To this wow. And so my granddaughters, they stay with us in the summertime all summer long. Uh, uh, Rooter's met at met least them. two of them. And, met two, yes. yeah, so... so uh, so we rode on that bicycle and delivered, hand delivered the book.
1: Yeah, sure did. So. It's a, a pedal like a story with the friends on top or something like that. What do they call that? This is—is is it like a four wheel bicycle? It's a four
15: wheel bicycle. Yeah. With, two or with, three with people, the, four with, people. With two ride. people can sit side by side. Yeah, and, and ride about. it. looks like a little Model T car to come. And yeah, up riders, so. oh, so I love that.
4: It's we true.
1: need one for me and Americana Ann. I'm telling
4: yeah. you, we do. We
1: can ride around town with a bullhorn advertising <laughs> WKRM and Americana Central. <laughs> yes, well, front porch radio.
20: We can put y- y'all up. There's yeah. no problem. Yeah,
15: yeah. The, well, but the only thing about when you when you're peddling George or Americana Ann, You'll be able to know when the other one's slacking off. right? Oh. So like go, like going up a hill, you can tell it pretty fast. So you gotta watch, you got to watch each other on that. Yeah. So you
4: need to pedal equally.
15: That's right.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I tell you, we got a word from our sponsors here. But what is so cool at WKRM Radio, it's Front Porch Radio and connecting people all over Murray County, but all over the world and all over Pensacola. People are listening to WKRMradio.com, and it is so interesting. All roads have now led to Columbia, and WKRM will be right back with Michael Ruder Feldman and Tony Garcia and Marsha McGaw. We are here at Americana Center Time. Americana Ann, are you as excited as me?
4: I'm so excited. I love it when we have amazing shows. And we have amazing shows every Sunday.
1: Yeah, but perhaps none more amazing than this one. And this is really fantastic, y'all. So y'all hang around. We'll be right back in about three minutes after some wonderful words from our friends here at WKRM. Stay tuned, y'all, to Americana Central
17: Time.
0: The best in music, news, and sport in Southern Mill, Tennessee. You're listening to WKRM 103.7.
8: Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. Radio! Radio!
0: Radio. Radio. Turn your radio
3: on! And now, your host, a singer, songwriter, world-traveling troubadour... And thirty-year veteran of the Grand Old Opry, George Hamilton V.
1: And now, Marshal McGar, you have seen all those wonderful people with those little station. They're like invisible friends we have in the studio. The Heavenly Choir and our announcer emeritus, Colonel William Covington, and that phantom trumpet player. Can you believe they're all in this studio every Sunday night here on Americana Central Time? with you, Marsha McGall, as you are hanging off a telephone pole down there in Pensacola, Florida, but tonight, you're right here in the studio He's with in the, the house. Yeah, this is amazing. Are you having fun, Marshall
15: McGall. Yeah. I actually thought that you were the trumpeteer all this time. No way. I just learned that you're not. So. Well, I'm actually, wow. the, I'm the bicycle horn. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah.
1: I, you know, I got to get one kind of those similar. for my
15: bicycle. That's yeah.
1: cool. And the way you got you, and of course, I'm the, the whistleblower. <laughs> So you know, there you go. But now it's like pulling the mask off the Lone Ranger. Now, Tim, is this your first time at WKRM? Tim Brown.
18: Yes. No, it's not my first time. Uh, I was come in- close to I- the microphone and tell us all about it. Qantas Club with Robert McKay when, come on. when he owned it. But uh, <clears throat> but first time with Dell. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is cool. But yeah. well, I tell you, we're having a great time here tonight. Now. Have you met Americana Ann before? Maybe seen her on television? No. Or- no, I have
4: not. See me on television. I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you get around Americana So Ann. I
4: have a question, though. So you and Delk and Marshall, y'all must have been tighter than fat rats in a cheese house.
18: We, we were. And I'll I tell you what the biggest part of it was, was we sort of grew up at his family's farm, you know, on Low- right? Lewisburg Pike. And his father, Sam. Taught us all how to play tennis, and they had a swimming pool and basketball courts. And wow. So we just, that was a place to be. So wow. We, yeah. we, so
4: we, y- y'all just didn't get in a lot of trouble, did
18: you? No, no, no. Sam, we were playing tennis, some kind of sports all the time, you know. Yeah. So yeah. We, that was in the high school days, really. But, well, yeah, but, but I, you
4: know, I've been in high school myself.
18: No way. <laughs> <laughs> that was just well, a couple I, of years y- back. Oh, yeah, it was. Well, I, I will say we weren't angels, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Okay, so... Well,
1: now we're getting to the music part yeah. with uh, Marshall McGall's brand-new friend who was a next-door neighbor. Can
4: you believe this that This whole story? thing came
1: together because of this vortex at WKRM. And, of course, because Americana Ann, you always have the scoop.
4: I know. Tell I, us something about it. I just love the fact that Marshall said he lives in Pensacola. And I say, I've got a friend that lives in Pensacola. And then... The next thing you know, you live in Fox Run. He lives in Fox Run. And it's just a teeny tiny world.
15: That was definitely a small world. Y'all
4: live four blocks from each other. And you didn't even know. And y'all are connected. Through WKRM, oh, we become
15: friends.
4: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like exactly.
15: Our, uh, another mutual friend, Jim Harris, our next door neighbor. They already knew each other. But they, right. But I, I think uh, Reuter didn't. They didn't know each other's name for a while. But I think they, uh, they got to know right. each other and
4: then. Right. Yeah. And tonight we have, and y'all are going to have to get with your mics. You got to, you got to speak into the mic. So um, Boy, tonight we country. have. We have Tony Garcia with us, who used to be a Nashvilleian, But Tony, a few years ago, um, well, he ended up in Maine. But then after Maine, he moved to South Carolina. That's right. Charleston.
19: The Charleston area,
4: yes. Wow. Well, a- and everything there's old. It's a- I love everything old but men. <laughs> I just think it's the coolest thing. <laughs>
1: You must like that song by the Carpenters. It's yesterday once more.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I'm sorry that Tony moved away, but Tony is a talented guitar player. Yeah. And I met him through Robert Rivers. He's a multi-instrumentalist. Yes. Yes, he is. So you've
1: been in bluegrass bands, mandolin. What instruments do you play at all, Tony? Predominantly
19: guitar and mandolin, but I also uh, play some harmonica and bass and some piano. Wow. I also uh, write and sing. And how did he you does. meet Reuter, Robert Rivers? It right.
4: all okay, all yeah, roads so lead crazy. to Robert Rivers. Yeah. All roads who I've Now so I will say Robert Rivers passed away from a terrible terrible disease called Louie body. It's okay. the disease that Robin Williams had. Okay. Wow. And it was horrible.
1: Yeah. Just horrible. But now he's playing in that heavenly choir. So we're going to
4: dedicate tonight this show to Robert Rivers.
1: Yeah, for sure. We definitely will. Now, Michael Ruder Feldman, <clears throat> you and Tony Garcia, it appears that you all are getting ready to play a song here. Do you know which song it will oh, be? Oh,
20: yes. Uh, we're going to do an old Little Walter song. I mean, you talk about harmonica players, and I have so yeah. many different influences, and uh, uh, Charlie McCoy, yeah. uh, Mickey Raphael that plays a Willie Nelson, uh I really like the way his vibrato and the way he does backing with Willie Nelson and others he plays with. But uh, uh, we're going to do a Little Walter song. And Little Walter was also a a great singer, too. Right. So it's called uh, My Babe. Cool, Cool. here they are.
17: My babe, she don't stand no cheating, my babe. Oh no, she don't stand no cheating, my babe. Oh no, she don't stand no cheating, she don't stand none of that midnight creepin' on my babe. Cool and my babe
1: Fantastic! Uh, we were doing a photo off at that time too because we so were doing much a ex- selfie. No way! So much excitement having here. man the the texture of that harmonica, the vibrato. How did you start playing the harmonica? I'm telling you,
4: you I told you he's a freak. Oh, I like tell a-
1: you what it's like—he's oh, so yeah, real. So many
20: good players, there's just so many good players. I played 50 years. That's, that's what that's i was part thinking, of it, yeah. but. Uh, and i i've I play a lot of different kinds of music I yeah. do funerals I play hymns yeah I play in a, a a Methodist church band I've been playing for oh my gosh uh, I remember uh, getting up with buddy green about a song that he had done on a on a a, a recording he did and yeah. you know he wrote the yeah. uh, the music to Mary it. Don't you know? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's a melody of green sleeves. Buddy, it's phenomenal. We have a, a little
1: show called the Viva Nash Vegas Radio no, Show. What back child? In that's it. And what? he came and did that on the show. Uh, and, of course, it's a classic and one of those things now, just like. All the Christmas classes, you hear this Buddy Green song every Christmas. I
20: met Buddy gotcha. through I uh, met Buddy through Robert Rivers. Yeah, that's Dave right. Duncan. I met Dave I Duncan remember through, Robert that. Yeah. I met through Robert Rivers. Yeah. I met Guthrie Trapp through Robert Rivers. Yeah, I met the late Jimmy Noll through Robert Rivers. Yeah. played with uh, Chuck Lavelle and Sea Level. Yes, and played with the Nighthawks. So that just uh, gives Bob me goosebumps. a lot of people. And uh, like he Sean did. Byrne, that's yeah. uh, here. That's in Nashville.
4: right. He's here in I met, Nashville. I met
20: Sean through Bob. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So did you meet? Maggie through Robert Rivers?
20: No, I didn't do that.
4: How, Maggie, how did you how did you meet your husband?
13: Well, uh, we were at a chicken picking together. We didn't know each other.
4: Did you sing?
13: No, but my well, Ruder was playing music then, and we had a mutual friends there. But then later, a friend hooked us up, and then Can that, that was it? it. Yeah, that was that it. Was kind of it.
4: That was
20: it. We've been married forty-five years. Wow!
4: So did he? Did he woo you with his harmonica? Oh yes, but he always keeps (laughs) me laughing
1: too. (laughs) Does he wake you up every morning with a harmonica tune?
13: Not every morning. Okay.
1: Do you ever get tired of hearing the harmonica? Many (laughs) times people say, oh, no, not that Living with a banjo player or whatever. But the harmonica is so melodic. I guess you could never feel like it was the plucking banjo. It's It's a different instrument. Yeah. It's
20: very portable. Yeah. So I like that.
4: Robert Rivers tried to teach me harmonica. I did my best. And then someone stole all of all of my harmonicas he even bought me this little case yeah it had a
1: and uh, it had all of them well now we want to get to some more music right now before we take a commercial break what have y'all got for us now well,
20: let's let tony introduce that yeah
19: this is a song i wrote uh, called right side up i used to play uh, with my band here in uh, tennessee called mm-hmm. the double intenders
4: yeah. i remember the double intenders
19: yeah uh, And Ben Blankenship uh, Ben Blankenship he? and I started that band together We played around town for many, many years And had a great time And recorded uh, an album, some singles, some videos and, uh, and he's still around playing with his band But uh, it, this is one of the songs that we recorded together All right, Tony
1: Garcia and Michael Ruder Feldman Wait up, Michael Ruder Feldman you got this thing you're getting ready to use What is this, Ruder? Hey Ruder What's you got to tell silver, him about your little, thing, thing, your little cup. Oh, time.
20: this is a thing that uh, is marketed about just a really fine harmonica player it lives up in Toronto, Ontario. His name is uh, Roly Platt. He's a tremendous player. Yeah, and he uh, markets these. I don't know all the ins and outs. But what it, do you call it? You can use a glass to get this wah sound. But uh, yeah, and I have a cat that knocked the little handle off. But I'm you know I'm making do. Yeah. And
4: uh, <laughs> what do you call it?
20: <laughs> it's the harp wah. Harpois Oh yeah Gotcha
1: Okay Amazing Yeah Here they are Tony Garcia And Michael Rudolf Feldman With an original By Tony Garcia Right
17: Right side side up up Is the way you turn my luck I'm no longer feeling stuck Ain't no way I'm turning back Upside down I searched all over town Till finally I found You and that's enough Someone like you I've never seen I thought that you were just a dream Until you came along And then Prove me wrong. Now I want nothing in between. Right side up is the way you turn my luck. I'm no longer feeling stuck. Ain't no way I'm turning back. Upside down, I searched all over town till finally I found. Nice enough. Some call it luck, some call it fate All I know is you were worth the wait On me you can count on I promise to never do you wrong When it comes to you there's no mistake Right side up is the way you turn my luck I'm no longer Stuck, ain't no way I'm turning back. Upside down, I searched all over town till finally I found you, and that's enough. Till finally I found you, and that's enough. Thank
19: you.
1: Nice we're having a big night here in the studio at WKRM. People out there on the porch just staring in the window, waving. Everybody clapping all over town and all over the world, listening to WKRM Radio dot com to Americana Central Time on WKRM, and we're getting ready to take a brief commercial break, and then we'll be back more with more of Tony Garcia, Ruder Feldman, and Marshall McGaws. Everybody getting tired. Deep. All right, I'm not <laughs> either. I'll tell you what, I can't wait to hear some more. Here's some fine words from our fine sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Yeah, because
12: we got to pay our bills.
1: we got to pay our bills, and in a good way, because we love everything they say right here on WKRM.
12: Hey, this is Brenda Lynn Allen. Thank you for tuning in to 103.7 FM WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee
10: WKRM 103.7, Columbia, Tennessee. Your front porch radio for the Columbia Central Lions, the Tennessee Vols, and the Atlanta Braves. Radio! Radio! Radio.
0: Radio. Turn your radio on!
3: And now, your host, a singer, songwriter, world-traveling troubadour, and 30-year veteran of the Grand Old Opry, George Hamilton V.
1: Well, I tell you, what, it's good to be here, and that's our announcer emeritus from on high, the one and only Colonel William Covington, who spent many, many mornings here with me on WKOM Radio, doing the Drive South Radio Show. And now, of course, tonight we're on WKRM Radio, doing the Americana Central Time Show. And you know, Marshall McGaugh, do you think that Dale Kennedy might be Sleep in bed right now. Oh
15: yeah, because he, he was
1: talking he, about he'd be driving home. You know, getting ready for tomorrow morning. Got to wake up early. Come he's, on in. for are gonna wake up at
15: seven a.m. So I bet he's already sawing logs right now.
1: But wouldn't you love to no, have? No,
15: I take that back. He'll he'll start in uh, nine minutes because he's, he's going to re- listen in, into the show. Right? That's right. And then he'll go that's, to sleep. That's yeah.
1: right. Because I was thinking we might have to say, "Wake up, Del." <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. Yeah,
15: because I bet he does keep it on by his bed.
1: You know? So yeah, right, yeah. So. I ran into a friend last night. Went over to a Halloween party. Oh. And we've aged a little bit since those days, me and my friend and all the friends that were there. But it was so fun because you still feel like young again yeah. when you're hanging out with your friends. Was there ever any practical jokes that you would play on Delk Kennedy? You know, would you, just like when he said, wake up,
15: Delk. Yeah, so you think of anything we used to do to Delk, Tim? Uh, That'd I mean, be we, Tim we, Brown we, we, right we, there. We were all, all the time, uh, you know, pulling things on each other. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything that comes into my mind, but... No. Uh, We 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 would mess with Delk. He would mess with us. You know, I mess with Tim. Tim mess with me. You know, just growing up as friends. uh, You know, from the time you're like six or seven years old, all the way through high school. Yeah, so did y'all go
4: to elementary school together?
15: Tim, yes. Tim and I did. Delk went to elementary school in Columbia, but Tim okay. and I went went to elementary school together. Wow. Okay. And then we all three went to Columbia Military Academy. Yeah. To, oh. To, that's was how, that's that a how,
4: real military yeah, school? Yeah.
15: Yeah. You know where Columbia Academy? I or, know exactly yeah. where yeah. it is. Columbia My Academy. dad
4: went to Castle Heights.
15: Okay. Well, they so, were they were one of our uh, rivals. We rivals. rivals. We yeah. Against them. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah. Columbia Military Academy is where Delk and Tim and I went. Right down the road here, and then, and then that was uh, uh, that's the way we. That's the way that we, uh, I mean, we already knew each other, but yeah. we got to know each other But even in high school, you know, we, right. we still hung out right. in high school, because then, then Tim and I got shipped up here to Columbia, from uh-huh. Mount Pleasant, <laughs> <and> since <sister> the <laughs> school's in, uh, in Columbia, yeah. And
1: now you're back in Columbia again. <laughs> That's right. Tonight, one night only, though.
15: That, well, but I'll be back Sunday night. I'll just be on top of that telephone pole. That's true. That's right. That's,
4: That's right.
1: Well, once again, the book is Tales from the Backward Z. we have having this wonderful visit live in the studio with Marshall McGall and Tim Brown. And so it's interesting because many of the names, as you said, have they been changed to protect the
15: innocent? Most names were changed. The publisher wanted to change In this book about growing up in Mount Pleasant. About growing up in Mount Pleasant. So yeah. they did, I did change most of them, but there are some. What that- is
4: Tim Brown's name?
15: Well, he was just always hanging out there so uh, on, uh, especially on the, you know, when we talk about the fire hydrant. Ranch yeah. I didn't know that, if so. he
4: was like Carl Smith or no, something. No,
15: no, no. <laughs> he he's he's in all the tales or many of the tales, Right. But,
4: but, well, uh, he I had the know. house with the fire hydrant. I mean, yeah. what yeah. more could That's you ask right. for? And I
15: do I, I think I actually do tell y'all's name in the book though, at the Brown's house. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yeah, and then but some of the, some of the people in the book, I did, I didn't change their name. I, I left them the same people that I was pretty confident it wouldn't sue me. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, yeah so, <laughs> so I was able to leave those people in there, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's well, that good. That is so
1: wonderful. Thank you, Marshall McGall, for putting this book together and just uh, encapsulating all these wonderful stories so that everybody can read it again and again, revisit it. And, of course, for joining us on Americana Central Time on Sunday nights to regale us with these stories. And you're totally, would you say your accent says, like, does it sound like you're from Florida or Indiana or where are you from?
15: Well, it's it's funny you bring that up, George. You know, I I uh, moved to Indiana gene and I and, That's right. and the kids moved to Indiana one time and I got transferred up there with my job and I was there was one there was me. I worked in a building with 80 people and there was me from the south, everybody else was from the Fort Wayne area. Yeah. And they would ask me about my accent. And I would say what accent? Uh-huh. I'd say do no, you people up here talk a little funny. Yeah, but I just talk. I just talk normal. So. Did yeah. they
4: ever ask you to recite the days of the week?
15: Uh, backwards, forwards. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> that is yeah.
1: right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Marshall McGall, Did you ever imagine that you would be here in this beautiful? Newly remodeled the Studio with Ruder Feldman.
15: I, I did not. And uh, Americana Ann put all that together. Yeah, and she, uh, I know. And, and this started many <laughs> months ago. Yeah. You know, oh, it did. It uh, did. Because Ruder and I had to get our calendars out and compare right. calendars. with Yeah. The, yeah. It
4: took a long time yeah. to get uh-huh. y'all really together.
20: Well, it goes back to
1: 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we probably won't have time for an actual Halloween story this week. But we'll probably, if we can maybe have some with almost just a little bit of a scary theme or Halloween, sort of like, were there any ghosts in Mount Pleasant?
15: There was, uh, I guess the closest ghost was Chapel Hill, right? That that was was a bona fide ghost yeah yes yeah, so well that, is
4: that a chapel hill is that a little city or it's a, a little town a little and there's, town Actually,
15: you can probably google the ghost of chapel hill yeah. it's a pretty cool story about a ghost on a railroad trail i we, can't it's too late at night Yeah. oh yeah don't do that till morning that's for sure. yeah. Yeah. Well, what
1: are you going to be for halloween marshall McGough?
15: uh i am probably going to just be myself i'm than <laughs> so I'll, I'll just be myself but
18: and yeah, how about sure. Tim brown
15: what are you going to be
18: um, I will be giving away
4: candy. All right. <laughs> oh, we'll be coming to your house. At
1: yeah. Americana Ann, will you be Americana Ann?
4: I live out in the back in the corner in the dark, and no one is going to come and see well, me. So I'm just going to myself.
1: <laughs> you better have some candy because I'm going to be coming over there <laughs> knocking on your door. But now, we we got... I will,
15: I will have a Halloween tale next week.
1: That will be really That'll great. That'll be good. Yeah. And see, you can always count on a seasonal, tropical, and... It doesn't even matter. It's always going to be a rip roaring tail from the back of the zoo with Marshall That's Morgan. right.
4: And so, is it ever? Is it ever really hot in like January or February? You have some hot days there, yeah. You, so you, you, you can go out and get a deep dark savage tan in January, in February, you mean? Yeah. in Pensacola. Yeah.
15: Yeah, but you also have a lot of cold days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that time of year. Because so. yeah. I
4: know that Reuter and Maggie have a fireplace.
15: We
20: do.
4: Yes. Do you yeah. have a fireplace? I do.
15: And, uh, and we burn a lot of wood.
4: I'm I- telling you, I will never live in a house that doesn't have a fireplace. It yeah, that, just isn't lo- going to happen. We love
15: our fire- fireplace. And Gene... Jean- Jean says that I'm addicted to burning wood in the fireplace. All right. So, oh, we'll have sit to sit talk to her about that. Yes, yeah, so I, I like to put them in there. I, I, I had a rule of thumb. Yeah. You know, if it got, got below 60 degrees in the winter, I, I chunked it on. She, she made me take that down to 50 degrees. Uh. <laughs> but, but, I, but I like watching that weather forecast. If it's going to be yeah. 49, I'm going to burn wood. There you go.
4: Yeah. I'm right with you. So, right. guys, yeah. what are you all going to play for us now?
20: Well, we thought we'd change it up, uh, B minor, yeah. and uh, uh, we're going to do summertime, and it's warm right now, a cold front's uh, coming, is warmer, but we're going to yeah. uh, take that last breath of the summer in a way, even though it's fall. In yeah. Florida, we have, you know, 85-degree days, up right. in the high 80s, even in end uh, of September. And how
4: low to, does it get in Pensacola?
20: You mean c- cool? Well, Cold. One, Does it get in the 30s? uh, Sometimes. uh, I think it gets down to the low 40s at the end of this week, this cold front that's coming up. So we get cold weather. We've had snow a few times. Okay, Uh, that's exciting. It's very little though. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Okay, so what are you going to play for us? We're going to play summertime. Summertime. Tony so, Garcia
1: and Rudolf Feldman. Now, wait a minute, Americana Ann. You yes, have a special message. Yes, I announcement. have a
4: special message from Bonnie Malley.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Everybody say hi to Bonnie Malley. Hey, Bonnie. Hey, Bonnie. Bonnie, Bonnie lives in Florida. Somewhere down south, I think, Ocala. But anyway, she's listening, and she sent a message. And it says, I'm listening and teared up when I heard the dedication and all everyone said about Robert Rivers. Yeah. Um, thanks so much to everyone there. Please tell them how much I appreciate them. Many thanks for letting me know. She says I've notified Rocky Denny and George, Robert's brother, and Barbara, oh. Robert's sister.
19: Bonnie is Robert's sister.
4: Yeah, and Bonnie is Robert's sister, correct. So, she's very appreciative. So we love you, Bonnie.
1: Well, that is the power of radio reaching out to the world from right here at WKRM. Man, oh, man, we're coming up towards the end of the show. Marshall McGall, are you going to be sliding off that telephone pole? Theoretically, whatever you call it, Uh, because you actually are here. But will you be sliding off down towards Pensacola tonight or staying around for the evening?
15: I'm going to hang around for the evening and head south uh, probably 7 or 8-ish in the morning.
1: Wow! Yeah, so, but you got uh, a lot of autograph signing to do here at the studio. Everybody cool, out in the front porch, yeah. just, they're clawing at the window saying, We got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> so, are
4: you staying at an undisclosed location here uh, in Columbia?
15: I, I, I am staying here in Columbia. Okay. Sure. okay.
4: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, and I guess, Tony, are you staying here in Columbia? I know Ruder and Maggie are staying here in Columbia at an undisclosed location.
19: I'm yeah. staying in, yeah. in East Nashville. Oh, you are? Yeah. stomping grounds.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay.
19: Okay. And then heading back to South Carolina tomorrow. What
1: well, right. do you have anyone you want to say? How did you up in East Nashville, Tony? Oh, oh I have so many
19: friends here in East Nashville. Uh, thanks to uh, my friends Chad and Cindy, Rob and Catherine for letting me stay there. Hi, Mom, and all my friends up in Maine. All my oh, hi, building Mom. friends up there. Uh, thank you all for listening and tuning in. Well,
1: you know, we want to ask you real quick. How can people find more about Tony Garcia online?
19: You can go to YouTube and look up Tony Garcia music. All okay. one word. You can also look up the Double Intenders, both on YouTube and on Spotify, and uh, Tony Garcia uh, music on uh, Spotify as well. Problem is, there's a lot of Tony Garcias out there, so there's only one though with the album This Road, and that's me. Yeah, so your
4: album is This Road. That's what it's called. This
19: Road. Now, how can people find
1: Michael Feldman, Michael Ruder Feldman, online?
19: uh,
20: Go to Penn School. Well, I do want to do a shout out to the White Sands Panhandle Band. I've been playing with them. Off and on for about 21 years. Yeah. And uh, Brad Hanson and I started that group in 1977. When wow. I kids.
4: Didn't, you, didn't Charlie McCoy play with your band? Charlie
20: McCoy's played with our band. I was elsewhere, but he uh, played at a festival with them, and it was a big treat. And they were telling me, you know, some things I could do better. <laughs> <laughs> that's always fun. Well, I said, well, that's Charlie McCoy, and he's such yeah. a funny guy, too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, was- I do want to do a shout out to uh, Brad Hanson and the guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, who knows we may get them up here sometime we're looking at we'd love to have them around Nashville we, would. we they used to play at festivals up this way in Tennessee and the Carolinas and all
4: TV, we would love to have them wouldn't we
1: we really would that's yes. how, it's just it's amazing all the, the wonderful guests we meet through the wonderful guests who are here on the show I know and the it's the wonderful amazing. friends who are here every week with us like Marsha McGar.
4: we are two lucky people
1: we are two lucky people and we are so lucky to have all y'all out there listening to us be sure to tune in to the podcast version of this show. This should be up online as a podcast archive show either tomorrow afternoon or Tuesday morning. And you go to WKRMRadio.com. You push the podcast button. Scroll down to Americana Central Time. This podcast will be listed as 10-29-23 because that's today's that's date. That's the date of today. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, Marshall McGall, do you have any parting words for us tonight? The
15: only parting words I have is I do have a... Uh Signed copy of my
1: book for. Get close uh, to that microphone right there. yeah you got a Signed copy
15: of my book for Delk, who's already left, so right. I'll have to get y'all to. Uh, we we'll get that to him. Yeah. And Ruder, you've already got a signed copy, I do. right? I've been reading that no chapter. You did. Americana, Ann. Thank you so much. Of course, my radio boss. No, you're ready for fifth.
1: Man, oh, man. Now my mama is going to be very happy because she can keep her book forever that I took over and let her read and she wouldn't give it back because this book... Spellbinding, and you can read each tale again and again and again. Every time you read it, something new drops out at you, just like that groundhog there. And <laughs> I, groundhog I, I like
15: the way you said drops drops out at you. That, that's, <laughs> that's good. Yeah.
1: Well, but, I'm just having fun, you know. Yeah. But you, but this whole thing goes that muleology that you've talked about. And oh all that yeah. Kind of stuff. We come up with a lot of fun phrases. Yeah, we do. Like co-writers.
15: Yeah, and that's right. That's right. Because muleology, <laughs> I was I was calling it. Uh, I think Mule One Hundred and One, and you yeah. came up with Muleology. That, yeah, that's a or great somebody term. did. Yeah. Probably
1: the energy from this vortex. It could have been dealt through the headphones. <laughs> yeah. Said Muleology. Yeah. You know. It, <laughs> well, this has been so much fun. Thank you all, for, all of y'all that's for being part. here, and thank, thank you, Tim Brown, for being here. We hope to see you again sometime you. soon. too.
4: Don't forget catfish.
1: Catfish. Catfish, <laughs> the music is very soothing for Catfish's ears. Catfish is over there taking a little bit of a dog nap. This is amazing. What y'all going to play us out tonight, Tony Garcia sure. and, and Michael Feldman? We're
20: going to do a little Jimmy Reed tune from okay. way back called "Big Boss Man." All
1: right, and thank you all for listening to Americana Central Time on WKRM, and I'll see y'all tomorrow on the Mule John Merry Go Round. <laughs> popular music hour. Uh-oh, that bicycle horn woke up. little uh, no, catfish. <laughs> Sorry about that catfish. And I finally woke up back up, too. But anyway, here we are playing the evening out with Tony Garcia and Michael Ruderfeldman on Americana Central Time. Sleep tight, y'all, and sweet dreams from all of us here at WKRM
17: Americana Center Time. Big Boss Man. Can't you hear me when I call Big boss, man Can't you hear me when I call Well, you ain't so big You just tall, that's all Well, you got me Working boss man, working round the clock I want me a drink of water But you just won't let me stop Big boss man Can't you hear me when I call? Well, you ain't so big just tall that oh, that's all Take it away, Mike. Me a boss man, one who's gonna treat me right. Work hard in the daytime, rest easy at night. Big boss man, can't you hear me when I call? Well, you ain't so big, you just told that song.